You're waiting for someone you're supposed to meet at a crowded bar. A friend of a friend of a friend. A promise of a better life. One last job. You've been waiting for an hour or so at this tavern. It's not very crowded, so you can keep track of everyone who comes and goes. For a while, it's just been the bartender, a barfly who's fallen asleep on the bar, and some dwarves playing pool. It's starting to seem like they won't show up. What do you do? <sighs> another day, another job. When will I learn better to just trust a friend of a friend of a friend to show up? So at this point, uh, I would Cinder would stand up and start to head towards door, expecting that this person ditched them okay. or stood stood her up. You get up and you feel a hand on your shoulder, and you look back, and it's the barfly who had fallen asleep. They don't look so asleep now, obviously, they're awake. <laughs> and this barfly says, From what I can tell, you seem to have the chops for this. Here's some starting money and a champion's pass. Head to Champion Mountain and keep an eye out for a human swordsman and an elf with a metal cat head. Follow them. Keep tabs on them. Make sure they get to Liptus. Further instructions will follow when you get there. And he pats you on the shoulder sneakily hands you a little pouch and leaves the bar. <sighs> Could have told me sooner, but a job is a job. To Liptus. You open up the, uh, the sack and you see shiny 400 gold and this Ooh. weird little stone tablet with like a little crown on it. I look it over and I put that in my pocket and the pouch of gold on my waist, waist belt. Well, to Champions Pass, I guess. This is the Tony Effect Podcast. I'm Justin, the DM, and I'm a Thanksgiving turkey. Gobble, gobble. Nice, nice. Nice. I'm going to eat the shit out of you. Guess what? I'm back. It's me, William. The player who's now playing a new character, get get ready for it, and I eat my fortune cookie first when I get Chinese food before I eat the food. It tells, it tells me if the food's going to be good or not. <laughs> so you, you don't eat the paper? Well, well that's later. That's, that's the dessert. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> hey, just cutting in real quick to say the recording software is being really weird this day, so it sounds kind of funny. And choppy just for uh like less than a minute all right sorry anyways uh it's it's your boy uh was able to say a witty remark to a a a uh, fucking because my my remark towards him was just so witty that he was just like well done and then and that was that i respect your chef chops and uh i'm jake i'm a player i play mr a um Wait, so are you, Resident Evil 2. You don't need a whole episode about that. Are you that nemesis guy? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but there's one who's... No, that's that, three. Talking about yeah, Mr. X. That's like his in brother. Which case, that's my dad. To you. Oh! <laughs> okay. Well, back to the good old way of asking Justin. Wait. Hold on. I need to go get my Chinese food. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Well. Ah! Get this fortune cookie out. Ready for this? Yeah. 
and it, oh, the fortune asks and tells me, in my future, a great mental picture is about to be painted. <laughs> Thank you. Justin. Yeah. Great Is this work. for you? Yes, so. it is. Okay. Nino and Ash, you are both exiting the cabin on the Champion Mountains via a secret passage, leaving behind a weepy centaur, and you walk down a spiral stone staircase for what feels like forever. Every now and then there's a long hallway that leads to another downward spiral staircase, each step making you further from the last place you saw Lowered. And after an extremely long time, you hear distant rain and thunder. You're reaching the end. You come to a barely lit dead end where there are cracks in a wall with light seeping in. And next to it is a lever. Uh, well, assuming Nino is still in his catatonic state from before. Yeah, uh, yes, he is. Ash, yes. Ash is going to take the lead and he's going he's gonna to pull the lever. There's a loud chunk and this doorway in front of you appears. This stone slab moves aside and you're hit with this light from torches. You take a few steps forward and you're in the champion's pass in front of a dragon and a dude who's reading. And he goes, oh, hey. He puts down his book and he stands up and he goes, uh, so I presume you won, eh? All right, let's see him. Let's see those badges. I just I just raise my hand with it. Like, I, I just raise it. Yeah, okay. Ash is like, yeah, here, we got him. Presumably you hold out your items. That's what it sounds like. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow, you guys are onto it. Better than I thought you would. You're like, huh? I thought you'd go passes. Wait a sec, but cool. You guys connected the dots. He's like, all right, cool, cool. All right, so I guess I'll uh, be separating from my <sighs> jet rover. And he nods towards the dragon. And the dragon steps aside. And he disappears into the horde and comes back, slowly rolling in with your jet rover. And he hands it to you, Ash. Thank, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'll uh we'll we'll be we'll be going now. You can just have fun in your cave with your dragon and your horde and You know what I will. I don't need your stupid stinky jet rover and he He really around. doesn't need it. It's so pointless. Everything's pointless. He does a weird glance at Nino because he has a very different demeanor and he huffs over to a the sidewall where he sits down and starts reading his book again. He gives the signals to the dragon. The dragon looks to his right, breathes a nice little cool breath of air into a slot next to the gate, which causes mm. it to creak open. Mm. And you see just like a torrent of rain and darkness ahead of you. As you start forward towards the forest ahead of you, he says, well, good luck. And uh, may Loward be with you guys. <laughs> oh, I'm saying like this could go two ways: either he wrings his neck or he breaks down. <laughs> One of the two. And uh, Ash is gonna—he's just gonna walk over to you know and pat his back and slowly start you know kind of like shuffling him towards the, he uh, the gate. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. It's—it's okay. We'll just. We just let's just get going, so that way he doesn't say anything again. <laughs> okay. 
let's let's spare him the the heartbreak, you know, so that way he doesn't have to feel how you feel. <laughs> I don't know what to feel anymore. Well, let's just let's just go find Lowered, okay? <laughs> okay. And I just like I just fucking wipe my tears and I just keep I just keep going. You guys step out into the cold dark rain as you start heading towards the town of Liptis. You're walking for a few hours as the sun begins to rise and the rain begins to soften. It's down to like a little drizzle now as you're deep within this forest. And uh, you hear... Hello. Uh, uh, what? Hi. You look around and there's some bushes moving in the distance and you just see this gnome kind of making his way out and he has this nice technicolor armor on. It looks pretty fancy. This armor looks pretty neat. <laughs> and he's unarmed. And he waves. Hello. I, I just uh, stare at this gnome uh, as I'm sure Ash does as well. Yeah. Uh, hi. Hello. Well... So, by judging by the armor and the weapons and the general demeanor, you guys didn't buy your way here, right? Yeah, yeah yes. we, we just finished up. Okay, well, so to cross this forest safely, you're going to have to hand over your prizes, okay? Me and my people are avid champion prize collectors, so you can imagine the type of arsenal we have. So, uh, give it up. Are you, are you threatening us? Um... This is more like a uh, a promise that you won't be hurt just by the general surroundings. He points around and you see nothing. And Justin. Yes. As he points around, you look down the path and you see a faint glow from underneath the shade of the trees. And walking towards you is a rather slender female with long glowing hair that almost crackles like embers in a fire and as leaves come down near and pass close to her they slowly char and turn into ash as they flutter by and on her back is a oversized crossbow almost the height of her herself and she starts to approach ash ash is uh, that your mom <laughs> no i've I've never seen this this wonderful, beautiful individual ever in, in my life. Hi. Ash, oh. you can't be happy like that. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll tone it down, you know. I, I appreciate it. Hi. <laughs> oh, are you causing some problems? Why don't you just leave them alone? Well, uh, you know, I'm just sort of, I'm helping them out, right guys? And he looks back at you guys. Um, I don't no, know you. Not really, they're, they're kind of threatening us. She turns towards you, you two, sticks out, holds out her hand. Name's Cinder. A pleasure to meet you. Uh, hi Cinder, I'm, I'm Ash. As you grab her hand, you feel a, a large amount of warmth coming off from it. Almost as if she's burning up from the inside. Okay. She turns over to the gnome. Listen, you're barking up the wrong tree. You should just run along back to your little bush. 
I wouldn't have shaken their hand, but I wouldn't want them to be offended either. So I would have just been like, I was just been like, Nino, my name is Nino. I'm too hurt to shake your hand. So just, I'm Nino. Well, it's a pleasure, Nino. Sorry to hear that whatever it is that has gone through you today, it's surely will pass. Uh, well, I don't care about this right now. So uh, I just need your stuff. That's all I'm asking. And you just continue on. It's easy. Oh, I mean, you I mean, you just got stuff. Oh, that's funny. Because I kind of like your stuff, too. And she eyes him up and down. As you can see, Ooh. I don't have stuff. Sorry. Yeah? You have a pretty that's nice set of say. armor. Yeah, you, you kind of do have some nice armor. I think I could take that from you. And she grins. You guys don't want to go this route. Please. There's only one direction you're going, and that's into the earth if you keep up this path. Okay, I don't like this back and forth. He does a whistle. I'm going to do it. It's very loud. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And you hear rustling in all the trees around you. Dozens and dozens of people aiming various types of weapons at you. All these different types. Some glowing, some on fire, some really cold, some dripping with poison, acid, uh, some ethereal. Different types of people. Orcs, elves, gnomes, dwarves, genesi. Oh, that's cute. You brought your friends. She bends down to the gnome. Well, friends are cute and all, but uh, I'd hate for this to get really messy. And as her voice drops, you hear the cracking of wood as her skin starts to darken and she grows inside. And before you stands what looks like a tree person. And instead of foliage on the top, is a plume of flame coming off from the branches and it stands large category in front of you and she's going to grab this gnome by the way okay all right so she's just going to grab this gnome and just hold it as a shield in front of her and then pull out the crossbow from her back and hold it to his head okay Uh now you're going to let us through or I am going to implant this right through his skull. And you see, this crossbow is large. Its bolts are the size of spears. The people in the trees don't really react all that much. And the guy looks up to you and says, Listen, this is, um, this is impressive and all, but you got the wrong guy. What do you mean that we have the wrong guy? Go ahead, shoot me. Shoot me, come on. Let's, let's start this up, baby. Come on, shoot me. And me. as he says that, you hear the clunk and the insertion of this bolt as it goes clean through his skull. Do I need to roll damage? No. It does go clean through his skull, and he falls to the ground, and the Technicolor leaves the armor, and he sort of just dissolves into ash. What the fuck? Turns into meat. No, <laughs> And then they level the crossbow to someone else that's standing in front. They're they're all in the trees. Yeah. So someone else in the trees. Now we could do this the easy way, and he let us just pass our way to lift us. Or I could start plinking you all one at a time. You see a little gnome peek over one of the people with these intense weapons, and 
it's the guy from who you just killed and his armor isn't glowing and he says Liptis? Yes, I'm here to ensure safe passage for them. But why are they going to Liptis? Nanya. And it really isn't your business. Yeah, that's kinda of, that's kinda of rude to ask. You're you're extorting us of our goods and then asking why we're going where we're going. That's a little rude, don't you think? Listen, don't tell Johan this happened, and you guys could just pass through, okay? Now that's something I like a bit more. And as he says that, she the, the tree form starts to shrink back down to her normal size. Ah sorry to get a little messy there. Shall we be on our way, boys? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I guess, I guess we should probably get going, right, Nino? I, I don't care anymore. I like the can-do attitude. A pleasure doing business. And she continues to walk towards the direction of Liptus. The people in the trees begin to camouflage, and some run. Uh, Ash is gonna lean over to Nino. He's gonna go. I can't tell if I should be excited or afraid. Like, I, like, there's not much fire, but she also just turned into a giant tree. So, like, you know. Also, this is whispers because he's very terrified of her, <laughs> while being excited by her. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, Ash. I, I truly don't know. All I know is, she's a fire tree. I mean, there's got to be stuff you can do with that. I mean, yeah, you're right. I'll ask you again when when we find uh when we find Lowark. I'd really appreciate. Yeah, I I might be able to give you a better answer then. All right, we should probably catch up because she might leave us behind. She seems like she might just do that. Fair enough. And uh, we'll 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 run to catch up. You guys walk for a little bit until you exit the forest onto a nice little brick road that leads to a quaint little town down the road, which is surrounded in the sky by this crack. The entire town has a a crack in the sky that goes neatly around it. There's a little bit of light coming down, more than you've ever seen in any any other place. And as you continue on, you can see this little, little farm town. And Nino, this is the place. The place where you saw that house with the painting in it. You finally made it here. My eyes widen, and um, I, I immediately, like, panic. I immediately start looking around, like, left and right, up and down. Like, I, I'm just... I'm looking specifically for a giant footprint. You're, you're a, a footprint? A giant footprint. Okay. And I'm just like... I'm just like, where's that, where's that giant son of a bitch? <laughs> you don't see it. Okay. Yeah, so then... I just, <clears throat> as I as I begin to realize that the giant footprint isn't here, my face like slowly diminishes, like from some shock, right back to like the neutral, like depressed Nino face, and I'm just like, oh, I, I guess they didn't come here. Who didn't come here? What are you, I, what are you guys doing in a place like this? I, my, someone really important to me told me to basically lend me here. And now I'm not sure if this is the right choice anymore. I uh, I exhale uh, deeply, and then and then I just walk forward towards the uh, the house. Okay, you snake through the town from where you remember the path being that you took 
following all those various beautiful things that led you to the house in the first place. And you get closer, you get to the neighborhood, you jump a fence like you <laughs> did long ago. I fall. <laughs> <laughs> and you stand up, dust yourself off, and see that it's just not there. The house is not there. The painting is not there. It's just an empty plot of land. At that point, seeing that, I I probably start walking towards it as if it was still there. My whole body would just like react at the same time. And I, I would imagine that I would probably just, just drop to my knees holding at my chest, like trying to feel as if, like, trying to see if my heart's even still there. And then I would just grit my teeth and just immediately be like, what was the point of all of this? And then I would just I would just stare directly in front of me and then go right back to blank. Cinder leans towards Ash. Is he normally like this? Um, n- no. I mean, he, he gets angry sometimes, but it's usually not this depressing. It's a, it's a different kind of anger. Let me see if I can go cheer him up. And uh, Ash is going to walk over to Nino. And he's going to go, You know, this looks like a really nice, nice, nice spot of land. I feel like a house would really fit good here. <laughs> what? what did I... This was the reason we came here, Ash. This was it. There was a house here. Oh. What was in... Oh. What was so important about the house? I don't know. My God wanted me to come here. And as you look tearfully up at Ash and say that, you hear from behind you, do you realize that you are all standing on a sacred area? And you turn behind you and you could see a priest and two clerics standing there. Uh A lady and two shortish guys. I, I turn and look at, I, I mean, I look at them because obviously I already turned. Uh, I look at them and I stand up and uh, I, I just say, you have five seconds to tell me what the hell you mean. It's okay, though. It's This is a sacred area for the birthplace of Loward. We didn't want to desecrate it with any signs, so I don't blame you if you're drawn to it. But uh, yeah, we come and pray here sometimes. Ashes slowly going to start walking between the priests and Nino just to <laughs> just to add a, a buffer while she starts talking. And as you do that, she kind of trails off as one of the the guys next to her whispers in her ear and he looks back at Nino wide-eyed and she raises her eyebrows, kind of like looks at the guy next to her in disbelief and looks back at Nino and then points at you and she says, "You state your name." Why? Your name, please. I don't have the energy to say the full. I let them. I let people call me Nino. Oh my God! Come with me to the cathedral, please, for verification that's really you. What? What's a cathedral? And uh, as she's gonna walk over, she's gonna be like, "It's like a, it's like a big building, and it's like made of rock, and people usually pray to gods there. They don't just go out about their day and just do." things for their god they just sit in a in a building yeah what, what you were doing was actually kind of kind of abnormal most people don't they just kind of <laughs> go there once once a week and they kind of sit and they sing songs and they go oh god we love you and then they go home and they don't really think about it 
that sounds like such a fake way to worship a god. Don't, 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 don't tell him that though, because it's kind of rude to say that. <laughs> I know, I know, it's a little hard to manage your temper right now, but like, just like, we don't want to anger them, because like, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of gonna die here. Oh yeah, we didn't exactly sleep, did we? No, so we should just try our best to be nice. But if you need help, you know, with anything, because they disrespect Loward in any way, then we'll we'll do whatever we gotta do. Always remember, Ash. I'll die for Loward. Yeah, he's. A- I would. I would just immediately begin to. I would just look at them and say, "All right, lead me to this cathedral." All right, let's go. And she has a big smile on her face, and these two guys next to her are like kind of like clapping their hands in excitement as they rush towards the center of town. You guys get to an old church. And this lady stops in front of the church and says, I never introduced myself, but my name's Peg. I am the the lead priest here. I'm not the top. The high priest, Johan, is waiting inside. So, um, that's my name. I am introducing myself before I say that Nino only, because I don't want non-Loward believers to enter the church. So if you guys just stay here and we can get this over with uh, and do some verifying. And so Nino, please step with me. I was going to say a pleasure to meet you, but clearly you're just another pawn. All right, get it done with. Okay. Why would they not be able to enter with me? I've never met you guys. For all I know, this could be a trap. This is sacred ground. I mean, if you want them to just, you know, stay on the steps and just stay behind the doors that's fine they can watch you all right listen to me priest i've never met anyone that even acknowledged the existence of loward until two days ago so pardon me if i don't exactly believe that someone else believes in my god i suppose we'll prove it to you when we get inside if it makes any consolation i've basically like kind of like held his hand almost at one point so like that kind of counts, right? I could probably go inside, maybe. Only your hand. Yeah, okay, I can't I can't do that. Okay. <sighs> I uh, I turned to look at um at you said your name already, right, Will Cinder? Yes. Yes. She introduced okay. herself. Yeah, maybe you should change your fucking name in the Discord then. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. It'll be more Cinder than Brackus. And uh yeah, so I look at I look at Cinder. And I look at Ash, and I look back at Cinder, and I say, You seem capable. Protect my friend while I'm gone, in case I don't come back. Oh, this funny little man? Sure, I can do that. I I look at Ash, and I say, Consider this a return for the camp. And and then I just follow this guy in. And in case uh, it flies over your head, by the way, I'm talking about when you wingmanned me. (laughs) Mm, that's right yes yes i remember now by the way speaking of the camp your jet rover is also sitting nearby (laughs) heck yeah i just kind of assumed it's in like a follow mode yeah the cat i i reattached the cat head to it okay you can keep his head on a swivel and uh (laughs) yeah cinder will this whole time they've been having this jet rover with them which is like a jet like a small jet yeah Uh, I don't know if you would comment on that. She 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 admires it. And she she looks over to Ash as they sit out on the steps waiting 
for uh, Nina to be done. So what do what do you do for fun? Well, I I used to make potions, um, mm-hmm. but but for fun, I I kind of I I just kind of like to 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 burn things. You know, it's kind of fun. Oh. Yes, burning things is lots of fun. And you see the ha- her hair kind of glow with a little bit more radiance. This thing yeah. looks like it could do a little bit of damage. And she's like lying over the jet rover. Have you uh, ever tinkered with this thing? Oh, yeah. I'm also kind of a mechanic. And he's going to walk over and he's going to point to the cat head. And he's going to be like, I, I made this guy. He, he used to be a, a whole cat. Um... But then his whole body kind of got torn up by uh, this vampire. Um, so now he's just a head. So I mounted him as a cannon because he has a special chip that lets him shoot different types oh. of elemental beams at people. Clearly it must have been a hunk of junk prior to get stuff torn up. <laughs> Glad you can put it to better use. And she kind of like kick, uh, like gives it a little whack on the head with her the uh, rasp of her wit, uh, wrist. As it goes, dong. Ash's heart slowly starts to beat faster, but there's also a voice in the back of his head that goes, I don't know. He's, at the same time, he's like, but that's my cat. Like, no one beats that cat but me. <laughs> and as you're having this internal internalization, you guys are in, like, the center of the town. This is, like, the town square. This is where they base everything out of, mm. basically. Uh, there's, like, a fountain nearby. Uh, you know, kids playing. People are passing by looking at your jet rover and stuff, but there's one person in particular who does a big comical double take at you in particular, Ash. Mm. It's a young elf man who mm. has this really, really dark hair, and he walks up to you, Ash, and he goes, mm. Hey, you're just the kind of guy I'm looking for. Uh, I, I am? Yeah. And he starts taking a piece of paper out of his pocket. And he starts writing on it. And he goes, how you doing? How's things? Things are, you know, kind, kind of awful, I guess. But, you know, that's that's just life. Man, it's really sad to hear that. Uh, well, uh, he dots some I's, crosses some T's, closes this piece of paper, hands it to you. And he goes, I'll be seeing you. And he walks off into the crowd. Cinder kind of walks up behind. What was that about? You know him? No, I've never met him in my entire life. And uh, he's gonna he's gonna unfold the paper to, to read what it says. Very very he's kind of holding it away so that way like if there's somehow any <laughs> enchantment or anything it'll blow up in front of him and then he can look at it. It's his Nintendo Switch friend code. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the paper says, "Meet me at the bent tree outside town at dusk." And he signed it as his name, which is Ufo. Okay, you said Ufo. Yeah. Like UFO. H. Oh, okay. I took me a second. I was like Ufo, but no, I I got it. (laughs) 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 And uh, okay. This church seems bigger on the outside than it does on the inside. It's pretty small on the inside. Doesn't seat that many. There is stained glass windows that shows Loward in various holy situations. And there's just one person here sitting or standing at the podium in the front on a stage. This older, a little bit heavy set man 
He's wearing a funny hat, uh, long white robes, and he puts down what he's reading, and he smirks a little bit. And Peg, next to you, says, Your Holiness, I have brought you... And she gets cut off. And he goes, Nico, Nico, no cap. And he smiles as he comes down the side of the stage to come and greet you. And he holds out his hand. I I just stare at his hand, and then I look at I look at him and I say, Why do you people know me? You are the prophet. The prophet has arrived. The king has returned to his kingdom. I I'm not following. I I don't understand any of this. I ha I like my face shows like signs of disgust because Loward only ever danced. That was his holiness. <laughs> so I'm like I don't know. I, I'm still sussed out about this place. And as you look back around, not at the stained glass, but around the room, everyone that's in here is starting to kneel towards you. Even this high priest in front of you struggles to get on one knee and kneels in front of you. No, no. Everyone, get up. Everyone get up. This is not... This is not what I would want. This is not... <sighs> This isn't what Loward would want. He looks up at you and he smiles and he goes, From High Priest Johan, I bestow you King of Liptus. Nico, Nico, no cap. Welcome to Kinghood. And everyone is clapping as he begins to get up. And he's smiling really, really big. And he goes, w- Where is he? So when he, uh, when he says that, I, I just, I look at him. With a straight face, and I, I try to keep my straight face, but then it, it cracks as uh, as I look down, and uh, and I I just say, I'm not fit to be king. I I couldn't protect him. I can't even look them in the eyes as I say that. He puts an arm around your shoulders and kind of does like a sh- a, a side hug to you, and he goes, "This is no problem, my king. For once you ascend." You will be able to just summon him from wherever he may be. This is it's fine. It's fine. I don't look at him, but I lift my head and uh, I go ascend. What Yes. What does that mean? Once this city has recognized you as its official king, which I will set up the ceremony immediately after I leave this room, then you can summon him and he'll be back in all his glory. But I I witnessed him get taken. I... Yeah, that doesn't matter. We'll, we'll get him back. You are the prophet. None of this, no mortal trouble matters to you. I've, I've lost Lauer before. He's, he's died in my protection before, and I was able to summon him then. This, this is different. My, my feelings, they're, they're gone. I don't, this whole, this whole cathedral around me, all these people praising Loward, I feel nothing. And that normally would not have been the case when Loward was here. I don't know if this is something that can simply be fixed by this whole town recognizing me, but if what you say is true, it doesn't hurt to try. Thank you. And so, he snaps at Peg nearby, and she comes up and stands next to you really quickly. Peg shall accompany you to your quarters which is just above this here church. Don't touch my butt. (laughs) 
If there's anything, anything that you need, Peg will retrieve it, okay? So, Peg, lead him there, and I'll be seeing you around tomorrow, very early in the morning. I'll set an uh, alarm. I do have a request. Yes, anything. I need the. I need someone to watch my friends out there. Oh, did, did you need them in here with you? I would greatly did, appreciate that. Wait, the, did Peg stop them from coming in? Yes. He gives her a very stern look, and she goes, I'm sorry, my king. I'm sorry, my king. Yeah. And she runs out the door. Yeah, I would, I would appreciate it if they had a place to stay. They are okay. my companions after all, even though I just met one today. Okay, well, I'll be seeing you tomorrow, my king. And he bows, and he leaves the room. And uh, Ash and Cinder, bursting through the church doors, is Peg. She's breathing really hard. She goes, come, come on, get in here, come on. Well, maybe I don't want to now as I stand out front in front of the doors. Now that it's all open, it's not so grand now, is it? Fine, and watch you in here anyway. Come on, other person, Ash. Oh yeah, uh, is there is there anywhere we anywhere we should park the the rover? Um, by the side. I'm sure no one would dare to touch it. Just pull it around back, I suppose. Okay. Uh, I'll just and he runs in the cockpit and he types some stuff in, so it just like parks itself. And uh, as he as he's about to leave, he looks back inside, and uh, he picks up the cat head and he takes it inside with him. Okay. So Cinder stands in the doorway with one hand on the door, holding it open, and she looks towards Nino. So what's the change in heart around here? So when you enter, I've been like staring at my hands, and something something different. I mean, I don't know if Ash is looking at me. Uh, uh, if, if he's walk, if he just got in, then yeah, he would be. Yeah, uh, when I'm looking at my hands, black pieces of paper are going around my hands instead of white ones. Mm. And uh, I just look, I just look at you guys, and I just say, I'm apparently a king. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Peg says, "Excuse me, what's so funny?" Oh, it's like. We just walk into town, and you're telling us that he's king? I mean... Please respect his holiness in his place of worship. It's... it's okay, Peg. I don't even... I don't even believe Okay, I'm sorry, my king. Oh, you're serious about this? Yeah. Excuse me, my king. Um, you do have your penthouse that I would like to show you? Penthouse? What... what is that? Yes, they keep me. throwing these terms that I don't understand. It's it's like a really fancy room, but it's it's basically like it's basically like a house. It's just oh. really usually really nice and fancy. And, yeah. Cinder, you look like you've probably seen one before. One or two in my days. Can't say they're still around now, but I had fun. Did you burn them down? Can't say I made it. Maybe I did. Allegedly. Burnt them down. <sighs> Alright, let's just... Show me the penthouse, Peg. Again, don't touch my butt. I don't know why you keep saying that, my lord, but... uh, Okay. And she turns around and she goes up to a doorway where there's this big metal door. It's pretty fancy. It has a lot of inlays in it. She takes out a big 
set of keys, unlocks it, and turns back around to you guys and uh, takes three keys out, hands one to you, Nino, and she goes, my king, do you want these two to have keys too? That, that's fine. I don't mind. Cinder seems like someone I can trust at the moment. Okay, here you go, Cinder, and here you go, Ash. Here's some keys to the oh. penthouse. I, I take it with a little bit of like a snapping attitude away from her hand. Like, ah, don't mind if I do. And you go up the stairs, pretty long stairs, and you can huh. see where this church gets its size from because this penthouse is huge. Really fancy extremely modern looking especially compared to the you know the stonework of this city lots of white lots of fancy golden sheets and stuff like that but she walks over to the big california king size bed and next to it is a glass case to which she dons these little fancy gloves and carefully takes off the top in which she pulls out a crown and turns mm. around and kneels and hands it to you, Nino. You going to make the king put on his own crown, are you? Can I, can I just... Can I hold off on this, or do I have to do this now? You can do it whenever, I, I suppose. But she stays kneeling. Alright, well... Um, yeah, you, you can you can get up, Peg. She stands at her feet and then just holds it out. Yeah, uh... I'll take it. I, I so I just like I just grab it. I grab it, like yank it from her or anything, but like I just like you know, two hand grab it, and I just say, uh, "Thank you." I suppose, Peg, you can, you could do whatever you want. You don't have to stay here. Okay. And she stands there. Is, is that what you want to do? Yes, my holiness. Okay, I'm not gonna stop you. That's that's fine. Actually, um, would you mind? waiting outside for a second while I talk to these two. Yes, my holiness. <laughs> she leaves the room and closes the door behind her. But you could still hear this noise in this this penthouse. I mean, it's huge, so you have to do a little bit of investigating. And you can see there's actually like this maintenance guy there who's uh, wiping down the floors in the kitchen area. And he sees you come in and he goes, oh, uh, sorry. And he kneels to you and he goes, my lord. It's a little goblin guy. And uh, he just quickly gets back to cleaning. Uh, I look at them and I say, "Hey, do you do you know of a time traveling goblin by chance?" I don't know. Cinder look, goblins looks at you like inquisitively, like, "What did you just say?" <laughs> uh, well, it's I didn't mean that. It's just I haven't seen a lot of story. goblins. Easy mistake to make, my holiness. Uh, no, no, and, that uh, sounded racist. I'm sorry. Yeah, Ash, Ash is gonna turn to Nino and he's gonna be like, uh, "Well, as your royal advisor, um, first thing I would recommend is probably to just try not to racially profile your subject." As Cinder is in the corner, just kind of cracking up. You're, you're, you're already on a good step as like a, a whole warrior king thing that usually helps to unify the people, but just you know, just just some advice here and there. I just, I don't like her. I just, I just wanted to find somebody that knows her. I don't like her. Oh, what? You, you don't like Frolic? Every time she's shown up in my life, bad things have happened. Okay, yeah, no, that's that's fair. That's a good point. But um, was there was there something you had to talk to us about? Or uh, so is is there like a bed? So I sit at the edge of the bed, and I just go, I might be able 
to bring Loward back, but I'm not sure if it's the right move. Cinder kind of raises her hand. Uh, question. Yeah. Who is Loward? I don't really have an exact way to explain it, but best way to describe it is that he's the god of beauty, or at least in my opinion. I don't exactly know his actual title. All I know is, is that he's the reason that I'm even able to cast magic. So this little guy is pretty important then. Very. Well, is that what's gotten you all down and gloomy? Someone took him, and I don't know his name. All I know is that the next time I see him, I'm killing him. Cinder just kind of like stands upright, just kind of silently nods her head as she follows along. So here's the current plan right now, depending on how this goes. Um, if tomorrow goes smooth, we'll have Loward back, which means that we can continue to find the cure for Ash becoming a vampire. She looks over at Ash. Uh, uh, yeah. She kind of like looks you, gets close and looks you up and down, and just grabs your face and pulls up your gum to look at your tooth. Yeah, that's vampire teeth. And let's go. All right, all right. Yeah, it's it's been about like like a week, I think, some something around there. Ash, when Cinder gets a little close, your stomach growls a little bit. Oh no. Yeah. So, sorry about that. I haven't really eaten much since I, you know, got sick. Let's just let's just remember that since apparently I'm king here, we can do some messed up stuff, Ash, if you really need a body. <laughs> no, I you know, I really I really appreciate it. But All as right. your royal advisor, I really don't think this would be a good idea. I look at the goblin, I'm like, you didn't hear that. You look at the goblin, you say that, and he uh just gets up and he cracks his back and he goes well, uh, I'm out anyway. He bows, Your Holiness, and he. I, I look at it. I look at him, and I'm like, I'm just like, wait a second. You aren't like everyone else. Yeah. You kind of seem chill. Thank, thank you, Your Holiness. Do you want a drink? You. He looks really nervous, and he goes, "If, if that's what you would like me to do, My Holiness." You're not an alcoholic, are you? No. Uh. So, so I, I yell, well, at least I attempt to yell. Well, no, no, I yell. I go, Peg! The door bursts open. Yes, my holiness. Grab, uh, I'm sorry, what's your name? It's, it's Rand. Grab Rand a drink. Whatever he wants. She looks at him like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and <laughs> runs off. I didn't tell you what I wanted. Uh, just me. All right. And, uh, she comes back, like, surprisingly fast. With some mead. And uh, your glass looks a lot like these. There's these two regular looking mugs and this like holy grail ass kind of mug. <laughs> and she hands she hands them to each of you and specifically hands Nino the holy grail ass looking mug. Hmm. Oh, anything uh, else, my holiness? Um, not. Uh, I think that'll do it for now. That should be OK. Did you did you get yourself a drink as well? Me? Yes. Oh, your holiness, I cannot imbibe. I I apologize, but I, I apologize deeply. And she bows and bows and bows and bows. Is there a reason? You don't have to bow so much, by the way. It's, it's kind of looking a little weird. Uh, what what exactly? Why can't you? Johan always says 
a clear head for thinking, for thinking about Loward. The man said get a drink. Well, if you know Loward, then you should know when I say drink, I mean milk. Oh, oh, yes. Yes, my holiness. I'm sorry. Do you want me to take that and fill it with milk? I'm sorry. No, no, mine is fine. Uh, Just get yourself a glass of milk. That'll give you some energy. She takes off sprinting and comes back pretty fast with a just a normal glass of milk. Okay. Yay, party. So, uh okay. So, yeah. I'm like if you want, you can you can hear what we have to say. It doesn't really matter, but we're at the at this point, we're probably just going to relax for the night. Me and uh Ash need to rest. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, okay. Actually, I uh I've got I've got something to to take care of actually. My eyes immediately squint at you. And I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean take care? What happened while you were outside? Cinder, didn't Cinder I tell you to take care of, of him? Pops out. He's got a date. But I thought... <sighs> and uh, Ash is going to hand him the note. And he's going to be like, no, it's it's it was a guy first and foremost. So no, it's not a date. But I had a, a guy in town hand me this. Peg tries to get a peek at it. <laughs> Did do you want to see Peg? Yes, as your your holy advisor, I would like to see any kind of comings and goings, if you wouldn't mind. Well, I mean, it, it doesn't involve me. Immediately perks up at the sound of holy advisor. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't involve me. Throws hey, her like it. the dirtiest look. Okay, all right. Can Cinder takes a, a good sip. <laughs> can I get a peek of that now? I mean, ultimately, it's ashes, but I don't really care. It's up to Ash. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I I guess it's fine. Okay. And she grabs it and looks at it and looks at you, Ash, and goes, hmm, Ufo, a cleric here for the church. Interesting. She hands it back. Oh, seems like it's a good thing that she looked at it then. A cleric wants to talk to you. I mean, that can't exactly be a bad thing. I mean, unless it's a death cleric. I wonder if it's about my, uh, and he's just going to cough and point to the ring. Hmm, maybe. Oh, God. Yeah, maybe. Actually, wait. I just realized I'm at full health. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, well, Ash, I'm not going to follow yeah. you. I can't follow you, obviously, because then, you know, something bad can happen. But um, I am going to do something to you so that you don't know. Uh, if I don't tell you what it is, then nothing bad will happen. Um, it's very confusing. And uh, yeah, I, 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 I point at you. And you immediately feel weaker. Oh, shit. Oh? Physically, you feel weaker. Yeah. Okay. But I just say, okay, I'll know where you are. Go for it. Whoa. As uh, for the viewers, I hexed him. And uh, I did the max level. Oh, shit. So I can track him for eight hours. Oh, shit. I look over. That's a good idea. Hey, big boy, come over here real quick. And, um, let's see, let me just double check and make sure the spell does what I think it does. <laughs> Everyone's taking these. Oh my god, Ash is like, Come what over the here. fuck's going on? <laughs> I'm just gonna go meet some dude at a tree. Come over here for a second, Ash. I'm gonna slap you a, yeah. <laughs> a curse. At higher levels, third or fourth. Okay, no, well, if you have a tracker on him, then never mind. <laughs> I'm good. And, uh, Ash is gonna say, alright, well... And he's gonna he's gonna lift the cat head up and he's gonna be like, Well, I mean I won't be 
entirely alone, but I don't think this will really count as. I mean, not does anyone really alone. see it as a person at this point? No, probably not. Cinder doesn't really like it that much. I never said that. <laughs> it's a piece of metal. It doesn't feel it. So, I, right. Um. Anyway, so I'm gonna I'm gonna head out. As Ash begins to leave the city. The city is lit up. Even though there's no streetlights around, it's lit up by the cracks in the sky, that ring that surrounds the city. Mm. And as you leave the city, you look back and it's it's pretty beautiful as you Mm. head to the spent tree. And you're waiting for a bit. And you're waiting. Let me roll something. (laughs) I didn't think there was any possible way that I would roll it. But I decided to try anyway, and I did. Oh my god. Uh, (laughs) And from the city, you see a figure coming from pretty far away, as if they were waiting for you to get there first. Mm. They're walking up, they're walking up, and you see Ufo. Mm. And still pretty far away from you, maybe 20 feet, he begins to talk, says, You know, I've had a lot of time to process what happened to me. I've had some very low points since you betrayed me. And as he walks forward slowly, his voice begins to change. His figure begins to change. He grows some big old muscles. His hair begins to shrink. His face gets some wrinkles as you see a human older man before you. Groff. And yes... I was angry for a while, but so many good things have happened since then. Using your teachings, I've had a very fulfilling life, so thank you, Ash. Hi, hi, Groff. How, uh, how are you? How are you doing? In this moment, I'm pretty good. You know, can't complain. I, uh, I really, I really, uh, don't know what, how to start this uh this conversation yeah it's a little awkward huh since you uh killed me i mean i i really didn't want to it was more of just you were kind of caught in the crossfire sure sure yeah i mean you don't need to apologize it was sort of kind of somewhat in a weird way a good thing i'm here Obviously. But I need you, Ash. I'm very glad you're here. Uh, what what do you what do you need me for? I'm actually here, and he points to his robes that he has on. Infiltrating the Church of Loward. Because we have a near opportunity to burn a god to death. We we have a what? An opportunity to burn a god to death and he's smiling really really big at you are you talking about Loward or yes well uh, he's 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 gone though like he's not here he will be though got some inside info Uh, he'll be here and he'll be very very vulnerable obviously you know I've got word that this god you know most gods can't be burned but there will be a moment in which he will be vulnerable, and we get to watch and bask in this beauty of burning a god to death. So, I need your help. 
but you know, what do you say? And um, Ash is going to look at him. He's going to go, but what? What's what's the goal here, though? Like, what's the point of burning him? Who am I? Are you really Ash? Come on. Burning stuff is awesome. It's the one thing I live for. The only thing that keeps me going now, Ash. I took what you taught me, and in my moment of anguish, I remembered all the things you said and felt, and I took that, and that's what I live by. Are you telling me you don't feel that way? It's, it's, it's not that. It's just, Lauer, Lauer's a friend, and I, I don't think I could, I don't think I could burn him, even for, even for the idea of having the the experience of burning a god. I don't think I could do that to a friend. Hmm. Maybe you're right. He looks a little disappointed, and he begins to turn back into Ufo. And he goes, Well, I guess I'll be seeing you around. He looks really bummed out, and he spins around and starts walking back towards the town. Wait, Groth. He turns around. Ufo, when I look like this, but yes? I need to make sure that I can trust that you won't try and do this without me. He doesn't reply. He turns back around and heads back towards the town. And uh, Ash is just kind of kind of sit there and lay his head back on the tree and just kind of stare in the branches for a while and just kind of think. Um, Will, if you betray me, I'll cut your fucking dick off. <laughs>